Ksuvas per Gyud Beis, Mishnah Beis 12.2, and a straight continuation of the previous Mishnah. So we're in the middle of the story where these two men, each severally, uh, undertook the obligation, a formal obligation, to support a woman's daughter for five years. So if that girl, I'll call her the ex-stepdaughter, Nisace, if she gets married, so now by getting married... It's her husband, the stepdaughter's husband, who really has the obligation to provide her with mazonos, because that's what a husband has to do, of course. So, habal nosen la mazonos. So then, of course, her husband's the one who gives her her food and her other daily needs. Vehain, and the other two ex-stepfathers, nosen la deme mazonos. They still have to pay the amount of money they would have to pay to support her, because, again, they took on an obligation to support her, so there's nothing that wasn't contingent upon her getting married or something like that. Mesu. In the event that the two stepfathers die, so since she had a formal commitment from them, a binding commitment from them to get support for those five years, therefore, benosehen, their own biological children, nizonos menachasem benechorin. They also have to be supported by the estate, their individual estates. The idea is that when a man dies, basically his sons are his heirs, but the estate has to provide for his daughters till they get married off and grow up, um, to keep it simple. But the point is that that's only if there's money to provide for them. Um, so that's B'nai Chorin, whatever is in the estate. That's what they can get to provided for, his own biological children. However, Vehi, as for the stepdaughter, Nizonus Menachasem Meshubadim, she not only has to be supported by the estate, but if the estate can't afford to pay her Mizonos fees that the father undertook, then she actually can go back to the person who bought real estate from her stepfather and say, listen, his obligation to me came before you bought this piece of property and it's a binding obligation and therefore your land that you purchased actually leaned to me. So therefore I'm going to claim you have to provide for Amazonas or I'm going to seize that property. Um, as the mission says, because she has the status of being a creditor like anybody else. She has a formal, like, you know, binding IOU that she gets, which means that she's first in line, and she has, therefore, an lien on any real assets that the stepfather had um, at the time that he took on that commitment. Now, the mission ends by saying, people who have their eyes wide open, who won't fall for this stupid mistake, when they wrote this star, this contract which bound them, they would make sure to stipulate. He says, yeah, I agree to support your daughter for five years on the condition that however long it is that you stay with me. Meaning the event that of death or divorce. That's what divorce first. Let's say that he divorces this woman. Then he's no, she's no longer with him. And therefore, the stepfather's obligation to support the daughter comes to an end. If he dies, so again... She now is either, you know, that she's, she's no longer married to him anymore because he's dead, but therefore she's not Emi, she's not no longer with him. And that being the case, again, there'll be no obligation for his heirs, like his sons and his estate, or his, you know, the people who had purchased land from him, to have to um, continue to support this girl after his death because the condition no longer met. So that would be the clever, cunning, savvy way to set up this relationship, says the Mishnah.